Hi, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I'm here with Randall Dolan, the chairman of the Grenada Tourism Authority. He is the newly appointed chairman who has a, a lot of plans for his country, and we're giving him the chance to talk about it here on Insider Travel Report. Petra Roach, the CEO uh, of your organization, was saying, this guy he started very young in the tourism industry. Please give us a little bit of that. Well, pretty much I started, um, my, my experience in the tourism industry goes back to the Flamboyant Hotel where I worked there in the sales and marketing department. Um, so I did that for quite some time, of course, going to a lot of the trade shows, the travel shows um, around the United States, um, some in, in England, um, promoting the destination, promoting Grenada. Uh, so I have a lot of experience from the hotelier side um, and also in doing so, I had the opportunity to learn a lot about our dive product, right? Because Grenada is known as like the wreck capital of the Caribbean. We have over 14 wrecks and some just two new ones that we actually just recently introduced. And we have the sculpture park there and a lot of great diving sites to natural diving sites that you can explore. Um, so in, in that sense, I learned that market and started going to a lot of the dive trade shows as well, selling the dive, the destination as a dive, great dive site. In addition, we also had the Spice Basket, which was a recreational center, cultural recreational center. And that exposed me to the opportunity of the cruise ship tourism. So I was able to go to a lot of the trade shows, FCCA, Sea Trade, uh, interact with two uh, cruise ship uh, executives and understand that market, understand the dynamics of that market. Uh, in addition to that, Spice Basket also gave me the opportunity to learn more about our cultural tourism side. Right, because it's Spice Basket tagline is home of our culture. So I learned about tour, uh, the cultural aspect of tourism and why that's very important to us. We created a museum, the first of a West Indies Cricket Museum that exists in the world, as well as a natural museum. And in addition to that, there was a culinary experience that was uh, provided because, of course, it's all about merging all of our cultures together. So the culinary uh, focus also came to the forefront. And even back then, um, in my time uh, as working in the field in tourism, I actually sat on the board of tourism as well previously as a director. So I think I do have quite, you know, some uh, some experience in the tourism sector. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it, sounds, it sounds like you've accomplished everything, but that's not so. Not <laughs> everything. Done, but but my, so it's interesting. You talked about diving tourism and cruise tourism. You're, you're helping to develop it. Um, but there's also um, there's culinary tourism. There's right. sustainable tourism because right. you're definitely working on that. There's medical tourism we talked about. Right. But let's go. Let's go over some of these. No, so of course, culinary uh, is very important. I mean, we're the Isle of Spice in Grenada, so you know, and that's and that's sort of like you know, the spices from our soil has flavored the foods of the world across the world, right? So we want to continue to expand on that. We have a new spice replanting program that we're going to be going on again, um, restarting very soon. We want to support the ministry with that. And the whole idea is that when you come on the island, you know, before you could smell the spices everywhere you go, you smell spices. And we want to double down on that again, right? Really own that. Um, and then, of course, we have to now leave the legacy for the next generation because our foreparents gave us food today. That's sort of our traditional food. Now we need to create the new traditional foods going forward for the next hundred years, hmm. right? So that's sort of the plan that we want to embark on. We have some great uh, partners that we'll be partnering with. 
to help bring some of these things to fruition. Some great local chefs and international chefs that we want to sort of work with. Um, I really bring that sort of culinary cuisine and experience of the Isle of Spice to the forefront because it's, it's important. It's a very important part of our product in Grenada. In addition to that, of course, you know, with uh, in Grenada, we have the St. George's University. They produce over 1% of doctors in the United States. They're a great medical, uh, uh, medical school, great as well-established. And therefore, it's only natural that we sort of move forward with sort of creating sort of a medical tourism platform there as well, where you can actually come to Grenada for wellness sort of tourism, um, have procedures done in a great, exotic, beautiful, picturesque, untouched Caribbean island. Healing, uh, a healing place. That's correct, you know, because, you know, again, and that sort of ties back in with the culinary aspect and all of the natural aspects of Grenada, because where else would you want to go to sort of recover from any uh, procedure that you may have done with U.S. accredited doctors at some point? Um, and that's, you know, a, a destination that's only three and a half hours from Miami, four hours from JFK. So pretty much on the eastern uh, time zone, uh, as well as in an English speaking country. So that's that is something um, a goal of ours that we want to uh, at some point you know we will look to achieve we will look to accomplish and we're working uh, towards that. So now uh, I know when I met you you were about to have a big summit with the cruise lines. Did anything get accomplished that you'd like to talk about? Well, of course. I mean, right um, right before before we all meeting um, in Manhattan, we came back from CHTA, which is Caribbean Marketplace, right? So that's where a lot of the uh, the the vendors, essentially the tour operators and the hoteliers, they all come together through the region and meet. That was very a very good meeting. And of course, that accomplished a lot for the destination. It shows that we're moving in the right direction. Our numbers for 2023 are looking exceptional, exceptionally well. And we expect that we're actually back to the 2019, which is like a normal year, and one of our benchmark years. So we're actually exceeding in some in some in some destinations. We're actually passing that number already from some of the source markets, uh, and then we actually have we returning airlift. So our airline partners are bringing back the airlift. Uh, we have a third flight with BA for the first time, and all of that in the end of October and beginning of November 2022. We're going to see Air Canada return, uh, Sunwing return, and the third flight from BA also commence. So we're very excited about that. We're thrilled about that because airlift is huge. Yeah. Um, and not just airlift, having airlift, but having full flights again coming to the island, coming to the destination. That's 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 important. So then after okay, all meeting, that shows me, by the way, I asked you about you had this big summit with cruise lines, and it shows me how integrated this all is. My question later was about airlift, but not for you, because airlift is a part of the whole thing. So I just learned something major. Keep going. Correct. And that's, but that's the whole point, right? Because everything is in tourism, tourism is in everything and everything is sort of interconnected. So the, after that, um, great meetings with our industry partners um, in Puerto Rico, we went on to the Dominican Republic where we had an FCCA cruise conference. And that was also very well um, because we know we started to increase uh, calls from, from the ships, um, bringing them to Grenada. And also what is important is as an industry, we have to understand the markets. And sometimes you have to spend a lot more time understanding the markets. And when I say that, I mean, take a deeper dive as to understanding who the passengers are. Because not you cannot just label everyone with sort of a blanket. And just say like, well, they're cruise passengers, so they're all going to react or do the same things. 
because different boats cater to different uh, demographics. Um, so essentially, you sort of have to cater for their needs on island. So it was really good of, from the authority standpoint to really understand and take the time to sort of into digest all of that information. What's also very important is also understanding the, um, the fact that you want to ensure that you create a sustainable environmental program to protect our reefs, our habitats, or your marine habitats, essentially. Because we, I know the cruise ships, um, they are very responsible, our corporate partners. And we want to ensure that, you know, in, in so doing and bringing more ships and passengers to our shores, that we are actually help sustain the, um, our natural habitat as well. So they are taking measures to correct a lot of um, eco issues. I may say that may be of environmental concerns. So they're alleviating all of that right now and working towards a lot cleaner uh, energy sources, uh, cleaner ships, lower carbon footprints. And it's, it's important that we work together. So they also help with initiatives to actually shore up our, um, our marine life as well. Because, of course, you know, um, the smaller islands, we're prone to sort of uh, climate change and we have more vulnerable economies. So in taking a very responsible approach, we're going to work together with all stakeholders to ensure that we keep ourselves protected and, again, work on niche products for all of the guests that come off. You're not just send them all the same thing, but we cater to everybody equal, um, in, a, in a way that, that really appeals to them. So, so they're all... They're all excited to get on board now. They're they're um, uh, they 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 want to be a part of this. Well, of course. I mean, we want to be a part of it, but at the same time, as a destination, we also want to lead the conversation, right? Of understanding, well, this is what our needs are. This is what is also important to us, and also understand what is important to them, and see how we can actually collaborate together to make it uh, work for for both parties. And also, um, as as you know, we talked about sustainability in this respect, but also a. Uh, 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 Travel advisors, guest who's interested in sustainability can have a uh, sustainability tourism visit to your island, correct? Of course. Yeah, because you have the volunteer tourism. Um, and that's and that's that's a great part that you actually could come out to the island and give back. Uh, this, the information is is there on our sites, uh, on, a, on the Pure Grenada website. So you can actually come in, volunteer, and, and sort of, yeah, essentially give back. Sort of like do sort of a social good uh, on your stay in Grenada. PureGrenada.com? PureGrenada.com. That's our website, PureGrenada.com. And so uh, let's talk about when you stay, where do you stay? Any new hotels? Any new attractions? Well, we have, we have a lot of new and great hotels coming up. But, you know, the most important is that we have something for everyone. Like we have, for example, another program called Simple Stays, which also caters and focuses on our smaller boutique hotels which is really good. I mean, most of the hotels on Grenada are locally owned as well, which is something that we are very proud of. But uh, there's uh, some other smaller hotels, like the Simple State product. It, it takes in um, account the smaller hotels, those that who may not be getting the visibility all the time, because we understand that all beds, all the beds are, you know, sort of um, important to the island in terms of filling the aircraft, filling the aircrafts. And in doing so, the Simple State product ensures it gets some of these smaller hotels who may not have the big marketing budgets to get more visibility, and come front of line because again we're sort of a very uh again the pure Grenada brand it talks about authenticity um and it's that's and feeling that authenticity that really great experience when you visit the island as well but we also have uh, the larger hotels coming on like six cents which is a great a great brand they're going to be online on uh, next year that's september 23 
Um, and then also the Beach House project, which is also some nice villa projects as well coming on. So in total, 156 rooms. But we also have the Intercontinental um, in the pipeline as well. It's going to be on a beautiful Lassajest Beach right alongside Sixth Sense. And in addition to that, there are a couple other uh, projects in the in the in the works right now. So we're, we're actually getting there um, and, and projects that we're excited about. But um, and then we also have some of the traditional homes, uh, hotels that's available, such as the Spice Island Beach Resort, Calabash, True Blue, uh, Koyaba, and, and and a lot more. We talked about uh, briefly the different seasons and what's what's the best time to visit. And it was interesting because depending upon the travel advisor's client, the different seasons could dictate when's the best time for them to go when they'd be the happiest. Let's talk about those seasons, please. No, absolutely. I'm happy to do that. You know, and I, in my opinion, there's like no better time to visit than any time. Right. right. So, <laughs> um, so, of course, you know, the, the winter months is uh, traditionally our high season. And in those months, you essentially have more visitors coming out, you know, fleeing the cold, the cold winters, right? So they come down, they want some sun, sea uh, experience at local climate, and it's great. However, you have, uh, I would say, personally speaking, some of the best months to visit is sometimes in the lower months. And why? So the lower months is talking about from after April. So let's say from May all the way through the summer. Those are fantastic times to visit. The island is still just as beautiful. The water is sometimes the calmest that you would ever see. Uh, you would take pictures on the beach and you could put like hashtag no filter because it's just so picturesque, it's so scenic. Most of the times as a destination like Grenada, a small destination, you have the entire beach to yourself. You're not fighting for umbrella space. Um, and then you also have, you still have the great nightlife because, you know, coming into July and August is our carnival season or festive season. So there's a lot of great nightlife and a great vibe and a great energy on the island and more of an emergence into our culture or carnival culture. If that's something that you're interested in and want to experience again, September after uh, right before Labor Day or right after Labor Day is also a great time to sort of uh, visit the destination as well. I mean, in those instances, again, because it's low season, again, between the months of June and September, you get better airfares, better rates on hotels. It's, and it's, it's just a great time to sort of uh, visit the island in that sense, because again, you're not heading to a mass market destination. You're heading to a real authentic Caribbean island that's not overdeveloped. Um, and you could really have that um, quintessential experience. I always say that if you want bragging rights, tell your friends that, hey, you visited Grenada. Everybody's been to some of the other destinations multiple times. Mm -hmm. But this is, this is it's something special coming to Grenada. Right. And that's and that's and that's a true representation of the Caribbean. So uh, one of the other things we talked about that was interesting is that you are a, a Gren Grenadian. Right. Is that how you say yeah, it? And uh, but you are able to work from New York, a large market, uh, and it is a benefit. So tell us about that, please. Of course, because at the same time, so this government, um, what's important for them is that they sort of expand the reach of Grenadians across the diaspora, right? Living outside of Grenada. So if you have qualified Grenadians, essentially you will not be excluded from not participating in assisting if you're not on island. The great thing about tourism is that a lot of our uh, partners, they live obviously outside of Grenada and a lot of times in New York City. Another big, big source market that's very easy for me to reach to. So it's easy for me to actually interface with them. 
on a more ongoing basis to actually get us to where we need to be. So I'm happy to always, you know, like just like have dinner with you and, and other agents and the airlines and some other tour operators that are all based here and sitting in New York, the Northeast is our largest source market. So this approach is very, um, I think, I think it's a, a great approach to, to a sort of approach the market because now you have like a two-pronged approach. You have the on-island approach because you have the members and staff, the GTA, the executives there who do a fantastic job. They love the country. They're like real patriots representing the brand, representing the island. Um, and they have the energy to show up every day and make it happen. And then you also have our markets here now with the chairman in some of the bigger markets outside. And we could also continue to engage them. Um, it's a quick ride on to Miami to engage some of the cruise executives um, and also just continue to get our brand out there. I mean, also I'm able to utilize my connections and right here in New York and actually get the, des the, the destination a lot more exposure. So we're actually doing more um, by using more of the talents of Grenadians living across the, uh, across the diaspora. And that's just not just for tourism, but for a lot of other boards and statutory bodies in Grenada. So we talked about www.puregrenada.com, but travel advisors need their own portal if possible. Uh, what should they, where should they go? Right. So for travel agents who are needing their own portal, they could go to expert.puregrenada.com. Everything is right there for you. Um, and you could also, if you need any assistance, just hit the contact us tab and reach out to us and we provide the information that you need. But expert.puregrenada.com, that's for the travel agents. Okay, that's great. Now, we're going out to over 108,000. I think we've hit 109,000 travel advisors as of today. Uh, what is What are your final words to them? Well, again, I think the, my final words to them is, um, of course, if they have a chance to come on island, we'll be happy to welcome them. To come see the all beautiful product, um, all beautiful destination. Nothing helps you sell better, Grenada better than that. However, we do have the collateral and the resources to walk you through whatever you need in order to make you a better salesperson for the destination. So our team, we're prepared, we're ready to provide you with all the information that you may require to make your jobs easier and to get anyone to Grenada. Once they're on island, uh, the Grenada hospitality kicks in immediately. We take so, care so you, of them. you've got those fam trips, right? You have fam trips, exactly. Um, and yeah, we look forward to, you know, your, your guests, they will not be disappointed um, with coming to a destination like ours. Because, I mean, if they want to sort of just sort of reconnect, really enjoy your authentic Caribbean experience, Grenada is the destination for them. Randall, that's, that's great. We wish you a lot of luck. Congratulations on being the new chairman. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. My pleasure. And thanks again. I hope to see you all in Grenada sometime soon. Thanks again. Thank you for having me. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.